Oh shit, we are live. Um, man, it's been a day. One take, Jake. <laughs> one just, take, yeah, Jake. This is, this is one take, man. It is ten twenty eight p.m. and we are recording. So, hey, whatever y'all get, y'all gonna get tonight. Like, yeah. <laughs> y'all getting it. We, I've been here for four hours, man. So y'all get what, whatever, <laughs> whatever y'all get tonight. Y'all are getting. Welcome to episode twenty seven of the Cashman Thoughts Podcast. I am Lucky Lefty. Um. I'm neither humble nor gracious tonight And it's not because of y'all It's just You know sometimes <laughs> Sometimes man I'm gonna just say that man Like yeah, Just leave know, it there man Yeah like I'm gonna just leave it there man Introduce yourself my brother What up man It's Winnie uh, Again like Lance said Welcome to episode 27 it is 27 Welcome to episode 27 man We finna get into some uh, real shit Like you yeah. said We've been here for four Hours, man, come on, man. Oh, good shit happens. I know I be saying the marathon continues, but goddamn, <laughs> goddamn, this, this motherfucker really continued tonight. Yeah, the marathon did not stop, but um, hey, sorry, is your mic on? Yes, yeah, on. You you sent me a text a, a couple of weeks ago, and we were supposed to do this pod a few weeks ago, but we had some things happen. Um, you want to kind of get into it? Yeah. So, uh, what I was want to discuss is you know why black folks don't have life insurance. I've known people who's passed away, family members, friends, and it just seems like nobody has uh, life insurance. So, you know, as we was discussing a few weeks ago, how better off, you know, the next generation would be if you just had something to leave for them from life insurance. Okay, okay. I, I definitely have a few thoughts on that. I'm going to start with this. I think the reasoning is, is that we don't have enough education on it. You got to think, a lot of times, unfortunately, people have this idea of if you have life insurance on me, you trying to take me out so you can get the money. Like we have that kind of fucked up mindset. Mm -hmm. And it's like, damn, we just want to make sure, like I have this ideal. I don't want my family to have to fry no fish and wash no cars to put me in the ground, man. It's just that simple to me. I just, I feel like that's a slap in my face, a slap in their face. Like they can, you can't even really grieve properly if you having to worry about how we going to, not just push on, but how are we gonna put this person in the ground? Yeah, it definitely affects the grieving. Like process. you, you can't even really grieve. You're like, damn, I, I, I want to, but I gotta worry about this, and and it's just, it's, it's way too much, man. And I just, I feel like it's something that, you know, we have to talk about. And I mean, I'm gonna give full disclaimer. This one's gonna be a pretty serious episode. Of course, we gonna, we gonna kick the shit like we always do, but we gonna get right into it. And before we close it out, I do have. Um, some names and contact information of some insurance agents that are black and would love to help you out. They gave me a lot of insight, um, a lot of knowledge on, you know, just the processes and and how affordable it actually is. Like, that's another thing, too. People have this thought that, oh, it's going to be expensive. And it's like, we're all relatively young in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, we might have done, did a lot, seen a lot, been a lot of places, but we're pretty much young so insurance is still very affordable for a lot of our demographic list yeah man I think for me for me personally mm -hmm. I'm one of the people that I don't want to speak deaf period right okay. so I know when I when I speak with my old lady and we talking about it and I asked her after Chris sent the text I'm like damn do I got life insurance and she was like, yeah, you got life insurance. You know what I'm saying? But there's still something I don't want to talk about. But at the same time, it's one of them things that when we think of generational curses, mm -hmm. we don't uh, mention life insurance. We think of keeping a, a black man in the home. We think of 
getting your high school diploma, we think of getting your college uh, diploma or whatever, mm -hmm. but we don't think of how many families go through without life insurance. That's and okay. that's a big joint, yo, because we leaving our family in debt. Yeah. So when we, we blame the white people a lot, and they earn that shit. Yeah. But this one is on us. Yeah, you got to look at that. You know what I'm saying? Yes. We we putting ourselves behind the margin. Yeah, that, that's very true. Now, I, I, I want to go back to something that you just said. I want to kind of dig into this. <clears throat> Why do you not want to talk about death? What, what's up? I'm just weird in that sense, man. Like, when I, I see, um, like, it's, it's it's like certain things catch me, right? Or okay. When I'm looking at um, somebody that dies and I'm looking at their last text message mm -hmm. that they sent. Yeah. As they're driving, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's cryptic. Let's let's, let's go back to something we all know. Mm -hmm. uh, one text message we all broke down earlier this year. We all broke Nipsey's last text message. Yeah. All right. Or uh, last tweet. Yeah. Rather, yeah. right? Yeah. Last tweet. So I'm just hesitant. Like, I just don't want to speak that existence into my life, man. I really don't. I understand that. It I, scares I, the shit out of me. Okay. Another question, like now with, with your life insurance that you, you your wife told you you have, is it through your job or is it like directly through an insurance provider? Insurance provider. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Because that's something I actually spoke with a um, with a couple of life insurance um, agents um, yesterday in the day about, and they were like, "It's cool to have it through your job." You're like, but that little ten dollars a month or whatever you pay for twenty five thousand, you're like, if you quit your job and you get fired or whatever, you don't see any of that. Do you did they tell you how much of uh, the average funeral you say would cost? Um, average funeral? They didn't tell me the funeral, but they would like to bury somebody about four thousand dollars. Yeah, it, it, it's just something we gotta break, man. It's just a generational curse we have to break. We have to. It's it's lazy and it's selfish. It's very self. That's the thing. It is so selfish, like. Even with, with our older people, too, who, like, you know, our, our uncles, aunts, and whatnot, who have this this notion of, I ain't getting no life insurance because y'all trying to kill me off. Like, no, we ain't trying to kill you off, man. We don't, don't nobody want that burden of having to worry about putting your ass in the ground. Like, I, that that's selfish as fuck to me, man. I, I don't... I, but I do don't you like see that. their perspective? No. Do you see where they come from? No. Because that's, that's a very short-sighted way to look at things, like, to, to feel like... If I have an insurance policy, y'all just want the money. The money ain't shit. I, I look at it like this. Like, I love my dad. I, I love my dad to death. And if something happened to my dad, that money ain't going to bring him back. Mm -hmm. And I know for a fact he got a pretty decent life insurance policy. That money ain't going to bring him back. Like, it's not. Man, you know what's funny? On my way here, I was listening to that old Rick Ross song, um, All the Money in the World. He was like, I never trade my family in for all the money in the world. And that mm -hmm. shit makes so much sense in relation to this. Money ain't shit. Like, that financial gain, that ain't going to bring back them conversations you're supposed to have with that person or the insight they give you. Or you can't just pull up and be like, what you doing? Like, all those things, those things are worth more than money to me. Okay. Those things are worth more than money to me. Now, let's talk generally speaking. Mm-hmm. Because you said you, you're speaking mm -hmm. for yeah, yourself. Speak for me, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. But when we think of, let's just think of, I can think of a several different entertainers, but I'm gonna mention one okay. who today we celebrate. I believe this, we don't celebrate it, but we're mourning the yeah. ten years since he left. Mm -hmm. Michael, right? Okay. Michael Jackson. Yeah. 
when he died, that's all you hear is his estate and what they're fighting for. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with Prince. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Tupac. Mm-hmm. We, I can go on and on. And I'm not. not gonna, I'm just gonna put a bullet in there for just a second. When you said they're fighting over, who are the people that are fighting? It's family. It, it's family versus like some conglomerate. Like with, with I, Michael Jackson, I think it it's was, internal. No, no. With, with Michael Jackson, it was it was Sony. They were basically suing the family, trying to get the Beatles catalog back from Michael Jackson family. They felt like because he didn't have that to go to any particular person in his will, that it was just, oh, we can have it back. And that's not what it was. Mm. Same thing with Prince. It was his, whatever relatives he had, it was them fighting with the record label for his masters. They were um, fighting with each other as well. well. Well, yeah, but the bigger fight was the conglomerates. Okay. Um, with Pac, I, I don't know the, the details. That. It was so long ago. I said I was so young, so I don't recall it. But but Mike and Prince, I, I recall those things for a fact. It was like the family. And of course, family's going to have those little bickerings on who should get what. And that's, that's very short-sighted. And, and that, I mean, I not, can get personal. I choose not to get personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and even, you know, families have those things. And But it, I always think about it like this. When you look at those situations in your personal family, it'd be the people who never did right by that person anyway. It'd be the people who, who leached off of them, who didn't really ever have any level of a wherewithal to do no shit they self. So they depend on that little five, six thousand they were supposed to get in the wheel. They mm-hmm. depend on their little extra jewelry. They can get them clothes. They can go sell off. You know, little shit like that. That's those people, the people who really loved and cared for that person. They don't give a fuck about no money. Like, and that's in my experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's in my experience. Yeah, like, it just, it just it, you brought me to that point because you said um, older people have the mentality of I don't want to be killed off or mm-hmm. whatever. Y'all know it's just gonna do this to get the money yeah. or whatever. But it's like, but it's like I've heard of so many funerals. I've heard of so many families. Mm-hmm. The whole dynamic changes. Now I think you would agree with this. Now again, <laughs> I'm the general guy. Okay. So generally speaking. Yeah. But I've heard of this when the matriarch of the mo- of mm-hmm. the family passes, mm-hmm. the whole family just divides. That's very true. Like I can speak to that specifically to my family. When my my great granny passed away. Like it, it it really 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 put a I don't want to call it a, a stain on the family, but Strain. it, it strained us. Yeah, you know. And, and now it's it's very I don't want to call it clicks because it's not clicks, but it's just kind of everybody just kind of stick to their immediate family. Right. It ain't just the that's a fact. I'm gonna branch out and I'm gonna go see my cousins and mm-hmm. and all these things now. I see my first cousin. I, I, I talk to my uncle a lot. <clears throat> I talk to my, my younger sisters. But yeah, like cousins and, and all that, like how it used to be, where like, I don't know about y'all, but my, my great granny house was a spot. Like that was that. You you, <laughs> Everybody. you pull up and you might see 15 cars outside <laughs> on, on a Tuesday. Everybody's there. And now it's like pulling teeth to get people to do anything. Because everybody's got to, well, I don't want to do it and I don't want to be bothered with them. But it's like, when you know, when the matriarch and the patriarch was around, y'all were here. We, we dealt with it, we laughed, we joked, we had fun. You know, the old people on the side of the house, the youngest outside smoking, the, whatever we doing. Like, every, it was just, it was a better concept of family. Um, and it's, this is kind of on topic, but it's off topic. But that's one of those things that we in the black family, we, we have to be better about coming together. Especially like our generation. Like we have this thing where we're kind of in the middle because we're we're adults, but we're still 
young. Kid. Yeah, with kids. But still kids, like, to, you know, great aunts and uncles, they look at y'all like, damn, you, you 30? Yeah. You're like, I got a whole teenage child. Like, what are you talking about? But but we have to be the ones who kind of take those responsibilities and 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 lead. Like, I ain't saying we got to be the, the matriarchs, but we got to be more assertive and we have to educate our older family members who don't have these things. Like, hey, you need this. You ain't got to get no million dollar policy. I said, just enough to put you in the ground and enough to make sure that, you know, whatever debts you had can be paid because student loans don't go away when you die. If you had, like, yeah, student loans do not go away when you die. Like, people have this notion of, I'm dead, I don't care, but that shit don't go away. They gonna still send them letters. They gonna still do all this shit. And if you have a policy, like a small policy, they gonna touch it. Like, that's the fucked up part. They still gonna touch it. So they gonna get theirs by any means. So you might as well put yourself in a position to be like, when something, when the inevitable happens, they'll be okay. Like, ain't nobody trying to get rich. We ain't gotta worry about missing work because we gotta pay for your funeral we ain't gotta worry about oh how we gonna put this together and we just everybody has to be stop being so short-sighted on that you just have to like i said if you're if you're in my age demographic man a 20-year term life policy might cost you 15 dollars and you might get 150 thousand dollars if something happened to you like you know i think that's a good investment you can pay it once a year. So once you get your taxes, go and pay your little yearly up and you're cool. Yeah. Um, and this mm-hmm. this is one thing I want to piggyback on because you keep saying um, short-sighted. Mm-hmm. And my question to you would be, I guess I'm not, it's not even a question. It's a statement. It's going to be on our shoulders mm-hmm. to break this is what I'm calling a generational curse. Right. But what I think we have to do a better job of, of understanding is our generation is not gonna be able to reap the benefits of this shit. We're gonna be dead and gone. Like everything we're trying to push forward right now, mm-hmm. we're gonna be dead and gone. Now our grandkids are gonna see it. That's- our grandkids' kids are gonna see it. But if we're expecting results now, we fooling ourselves. Yeah, I mean, no, no, no. You you can't respect you can't expect the results now. Look, I, I look at that like like all the things that our grandparents went through, especially in the South. As far as like civil rights and whatnot, mm-hmm. for the most part, they kind of had an idea like I'm not gonna really be the benefits of this, but I don't want my kids and my kids' kids to to have to go through these same things I got to go through. Right. While while it's not any terms of like a hundred percent better, and it's like this peace and harmony thing, things are a little less blatant than they were back then. So at these this point, it's almost surprising to see one who someone who is like overtly racist res as opposed to someone who's like closeted, might do some little petty shit. So I, I look at it like that, like it's just progress. So the things that, that we, you, I, Chris, like everyone in our age range, the things we have to do now, they're going to be so that our, our grandchildren will be able to have some level of, you know, a betterment. And it might be, it might not be a lot better. It might be a little better, but slow progress is better than no progress. Man, shit better be a lot better. I mean, I would hope it is. Like, shit I better hope, be a I lot like better. So I mean, because when I mean, you say um, it's it's slightly, it's a little bit different mm-hmm. now from then. Yeah. It's like nah, I'm definitely taking the racism now. Ain't you no dog, so? ain't no dogs on me, yo. Right. And I, I can walk, I can go to school dolo yeah. by yeah. myself. Mm-hmm. I don't need no fucking U.S. Right, yeah, motherfuckers right. walking with me to school. Right. I ain't getting sprayed with water hoses. True. I can go anywhere and eat. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I mean, I disagree with you there. I say it's a lot different, but um, to stick with this life insurance joint though, um, like how do you feel about it? Like though, from young younger people when they're just completely like life just came. You know what I mean? And um, maybe they was working their way towards towards it, but shit happens. Shit does happen. Shit does happen. And then that that's that's the thing. Like young people, I feel like and it's something, you know, like I said, hindsight's twenty twenty. If I could go back to when I got out of college and whatnot, I would have got myself a lot of trying about to be. Um, I would have got it for myself. Like got off of, you know, whatever my parents or anybody else had at my very own then. Because it is like said, when you're that young, it is so cheap. Yeah, when you're young. When you are when you are like <laughs> early twenties, like it is so inexpensive to get like a a twenty five year term life policy, like maybe like eight, nine dollars a month. And you can get six figures. Cause they cause they the, I mean it's it's a math equation. Like at the end of the day, they look at it like, are you twenty three? You get a twenty five year policy, you'll be what, forty eight? You gonna still be alive, so we gonna get this money off of you every month for twenty five years. Right. Boom, boom, boom. Like, right. You got no, yeah, no, like, no risk. Yeah, there's, there's no real risk. Yeah. But if something does happen to you, you covered. And, and 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 especially like if you're that young, you might have a young child or something like that. Young child would be okay. For you people, <laughs> <laughs> for you young, for you young dudes out here, man. Like, man, if you hustling. Get life insurance, man. Like get life insurance. Like it, it's not hard. That's the thing. That's why I call it selfish, man. Because people, especially people who like portray themselves to have money, when it's time to bury you, they haven't have fish fries for you. Like you got GoFundMe. Yeah, right? GoFundMe's and all that. Like man, just do it. But to get back on track, like I feel like younger people like definitely should look into it. Everybody had this notion of I don't want my mama to be stressing. Your mama stressed the fuck out, man. You stressed the Your mama stressed the fuck out. out. You, you stressing her. I'm going to keep on saying that we have to do better. We have to educate ourselves. I was talking to an insurance agent today, and he was telling me a story. And he was telling me about this guy that he had who was literally on his way to sign the paperwork for a life insurance policy and got in a car accident and died. He had no coverage because he was on his way to go sign the paperwork for it. It's a somber story. Like, it's a somber <laughs> story, but but his point was like, people always got this mindset of, oh, I can wait. I can wait. I'm still young. I can wait. I can wait. I can do it next year. Like, man, I do that shit now. Like, and like, Zara was saying, like, you know, his people young and, and just dying off and ain't got nothing. I'm going to hit that in y'all head all night. My policy. Like it's not a it's not a big one, but it's enough to put me in the ground. My I, I, I do think it's cool that I'm seeing more of us mm-hmm. push this agenda. Yeah, you know we what have saying? to, man. It, it seems like, god damn it, you, motherfuckers kept this shit a secret. <laughs> you think so? That's what it seems like. Why are we just now becoming so hip to this party? Ah, uh, I think it's a knowledge thing. I think people don't have the knowledge now. For me, I remember when I was a little, little young boy. Man, the insurance man would come to my granddad's every month. And she'd give him a little, little envelope with them $24.38. I remember <laughs> the amount. I remember $24.38 for my granny. Like, this was like early 90s. Yeah. 
And that was for her life insurance. She used to be like, what, you know, if something happened to me, you know, this gonna make sure that y'all can bury me and you'll be all right. And, and I, you know, that's something I took with me. And so when I was of age to, to be able to get my own, I, I done it and I was like, I don't need nothing major, just this. So it's a knowledge thing. If people don't see it, like if you ain't never see it, you ain't gonna know. Right. You ain't gonna know. That, that's what anything, if you don't see it, you don't know. So I was able to see it and so that when I became of age, especially when I started having, you know, I guess a, a family of my own children and all these things. Yeah, no doubt. It was like, okay, shit, I'm their parent. If I'm not here, what are they gonna do? Like, I, I don't want, I don't want mine to, to have that, I don't have a parent and they leave me shit. <laughs> like, yeah, like, and and that's the mentality I had, and, and I can admit I was I was uh, selfish, mm-hmm. stupid, ignorant, whatever the fuck you want to call me. I was all of the above mm-hmm. uh, because of my own little way of thinking or whatever. But that was selfish. Yeah, it's just like it's almost like when you do something that you know is wrong. Mm-hmm. But you think you're doing it for the right reason, but yeah. you're hurting a yeah. whole bunch of people mm-hmm. in the process. And like once you come to that realization, I think it'll be better for people that think like me. I, it's a word for this shit. I just can't think of it right now. Well, I'm petrified of it. But uh, yeah, man. Shout out to my wife. Though. Yeah, like and that's the thing. <laughs> you 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 got somebody who was like, I need to make sure that we straight. Like that that's a good thing to have. Like kudos to, to wifey for that, man. That, that's some. That's some dope shit. Like what, it really is. What you got on it, Chris? I mean, well, I feel like it's a knowledge thing, too, because, you know, as we was also talking, ain't nobody teaching me about 401k. Mm, that's a good one. Nobody told me to get life insurance. It's, uh, it's really stuff that I have to learn or kind of figure out on my own. Yeah. You, you got life insurance, don't you? Yeah, I do. I, and I had life insurance my job mm-hmm. but uh when my brother passed i went and got a bigger policy yeah like that that's the thing it's one of those things where unfortunately we have to have something happen to, to make us realize okay i gotta do something different that little work policy is cool but you know jobs like i say you, you might quit a job you might get fired so you've invested whatever you've invested into that and it don't go with yeah. you. Like 401k yeah, will go with you. Yeah, like, like you can travel. take 401k, but, but that insurance policy, that shit don't travel. It's almost like the same stigma of um, black people in hospitals. What you got? How, like with, uh, I don't want to say ignorant, but I get I man, I got to call it what it is. Yeah, yeah. Ignorance. How we're ignorant to the fact of just going to get annuals, just going to get checked up. Yeah. It's, it's, it's almost similar. Yeah, generally speaking, black people have this idea of if I don't know nothing is wrong, I'll be fine. <laughs> hey, bro, that's so me. Bro, I'm the dumbest nigga in the world. That's so <laughs> Why me. you say that? Because that's, that's me. That's, that's exa- your mindset. That, that's exactly me. No, nah, man, you can't have that. If mindset. I don't know, I'm good. Not, I mean, not now. But, yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah, we, we, yeah, we've all had those moments. Here. I don't know. <laughs> I'm straight. Yeah, I'm straight. <laughs> like, or, or that, uh, well, you only get the symptoms and what I have to tell you. Like, that's just stress like that. I want to know. I don't want people. I want to know. And so if I know what's wrong with me, I can figure it out. And I can find some type of natural, holistic, herbal way to, to mm, get this God shit. complex. No, no, that's not, not even God complex. God you know complex. what? I'm, I'm going to tell you where it comes from. And I know y'all probably get tired of me talking about this shit. 
<laughs> fuck it. I'm, it's, it's my story. Like I have to say it. Hit it so, off. So when I went vegan, it was because all these things that the doctor listed out that were wrong with me, and I was like, man, I'm not gonna take no motherfucking shots and pills, and I like I'm not doing that. I'm not gonna do it. I had to tell myself, dude, if you don't do something, you're gonna fucking die. And I had to be that real with myself. And I had to understand that no, I'm not gonna wanna take these pills. I'm too young to be walking around with a fucking panty pack, even though they're in fashion now, they weren't then. <laughs> like I'm just that ain't my swag. So I can definitely see you in a fucking fanny pack, man. No, you can't. I can see you in a fanny pack. Like, with your you shirt know. open. I can be see open, it. no fanny pack. I can though. see it. But but no, but <laughs> so I, I just got to the point where I was like, okay, I gotta do something. Because I'm not gonna keep on taking all this. And I just started doing my research. And and of course part of the research just comes from just my my, my thirst for learning. Like I just like to learn new shit. I'm a, I'm a curious person. I was a very curious child. I'm a curious adult. Like if I see something that interests me, I'm going to read up on it. I'm gonna get all the information I need on it. I've always been like that. So when it came to, you know, me trying to figure out how in the fuck can I just stop taking the medicine? It wasn't even a matter of trying to cure anything. It was like, I just don't want to take this medicine. Mm -hmm. And so then, you know, the power of all these things that I learned about just natural as to your body that would kind of do things and the shit worked. It's just that simple when it worked. Mm -hmm. It wasn't nothing. It wasn't like I didn't do no magic tricks. I didn't you know, do no no kind of rituals. It just was eat these things, stop eating these things, and go from there. And that's all it was. You know, I got a challenge with you vegan niggas, man. <laughs> Why we gotta be vegan niggas? I got a challenge with y'all. What's the challenge, man? man? I'm gonna live longer than y'all, man. You think so? I don't know, but it's gonna be funny. I mean, anything can happen. <laughs> like you know, what I'm saying not to not to say this, but like anything can happen. Any anything can happen anytime. I hope. That we, you know, in 60, 70 years, we still talking about shit. You about to go. <laughs> like, you like, you know, shit. You ain't going to beat me. Like, I still feel good, fam. Like, I you know, that, that's just the real. Like, I, I would hope we ain't, you know, anything less than, like, say, about 60, 70 years, we still like, shit. Yeah, feeling good. Yeah, I'm still feeling good, man. You ain't going to beat me. But one more thing I did want to jump into with this whole life insurance thing. Are you afraid of physicals? No. Like doctor's visits and whatnot. I don't know. That's also part of our, I think I think some people don't want to do it. They're afraid. Like I said, people are just afraid of doctors. Now, now again, mm -hmm. you you kind of brought this up like ten minutes ago. Now mm -hmm. I was that nigga. Like, nah, nah I just don't want to know. Nah. Yeah, but now, no, I'm good. You good now? I'm good. I'm like, good. And this is just the, the honest truth. I have an anxiety of going to see doctors. Like my blood pressure get high, my heart rate increases. Like I get fevers because, like, you, because you're scared. But but the thing is, is that I'm not like that. Oh, I don't want to go. I'm I'm like if I got an appointment, I'm gonna be there. Yeah. But it's like once I get there, I'm like, man, fuck. <laughs> Heart start beating out crazy. Like, man, what are they gonna tell me? But but I'm but I'm not afraid to hear it. But it's like, I guess it's the anticipation. Right. And right, then right. 99 percent of the time, it's like. Mr. Richardson, you fine. Yeah, you fine. <laughs> and I'm like, man, fuck, I'm up and stressed out. Yeah. Like, it's just like that. Like, I'm not afraid of needles, but it's just... No, I'm petrified of needles. Really? I am petrified, yo. And they tell me the same dumb shit every time. You got a million tattoos. It's like, yeah, it ain't stick the motherfucker in me, though. Man, needles don't bother me. I remember one time, um, 
I was de I like had a real bad case of dehydration. It was summertime and it was one of those uh, weekends of, of lots of champagne and no water. I had to go to the hospital. I was dehydrated. And they had like this. I can't explain what the fuck that it had. Like it was like one of those needles that like an evil genius would use to like get the truth serum out of somebody. It had like prongs on it and shit. I'm like, man, what the fuck is this? Like, you gonna stick that in me? Like, you now, them, them, them IV needles different. Hey, they they they, they different, different. I'm like, nah, I like, I need that. This, nah, <laughs> I fuck that. I like, man, give me some powerways. I gonna do this. Like, nah, I'm cool. I'm cool on this. But yeah, like I just like needles. A regular needle doesn't bother me. Like doing blood. And, and what happened? Like I used to have a, a issue with needles, but like I said, I used to be diabetic, and I used to have to give myself five shots a day. Whoa, that used to be. Yeah, you cannot be diabetic. I went vegan. Oh shit, I ain't know that. That's that's why I went vegan. I wasn't gonna take them shots and shit, man. Yeah, so, I mean, I thought once she was diabetic, nah, but it's nah, forever. They, they'll tell you that. Now, some of it you can reverse. Yeah, like okay. and it's just and it's literally just changing your diet, losing weight, losing weight, changing your diet, losing weight, that's making dope. better choices. But yeah, so five shots a day. One first thing in the morning when I woke up. Uh, one with breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and then one for a little bit. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, this shit ain't copacetic, man. Like, I can't be going, I can't be out here fucking off and got hey, hold on, baby, I gotta take my shot. Like, that ain't cool. <laughs> like, that shit ain't cool, man. Whole like, vibe yeah, is so cool. Yeah, so, so why, why it may have been the wrong reason is why I done it. Don't matter. Yeah, it was like I had to get it done. I was like, I know, that, that wasn't gonna be it. But then when you gotta give yourself a shot, you're like, shit, fuck it, boom, boom. And I got, you know, I got pretty good at it, I guess. But, yeah, never again. Like, if I get myself a shot at this point, it's gonna be a motherfucking EpiPen or something. Well, I'm trying to, I'm fighting for my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you need gonna, that. Yeah, you know, I, I need it. <laughs> it ain't gonna be because I gotta check my blood sugar. It's not gonna be that. Chris, you gotta give us a little bit more on, on the situation. Well, whatever you wanna give us on that, like, as far as what prompted this, because I, I think people need to know these things too. It was, um, I mean, that's, that's really just, just just what it was. It just came down to it. I'm like, hey, you know, so-and-so didn't have life insurance or, mm-hmm. you know, my brother didn't have life insurance. Yeah, it, it just got me thinking just how well off, you know, the family or the next generation would be if we all had life insurance. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like that is. Yeah, so I mean, true. we could have, you might have been able to cut into that head start white folks got, you know what I mean? That helps. <laughs> it helps. Like, it, it legit helps. I we definitely th- gotta stop leaving families in debt. That's that's. We, oh my we, we gotta like, we gotta stop doing that. The biggest thing. It, it's selfish. Like especially if you are the 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 matriarch or patriarch of your family, you want to just leave them with debt and grief and bills, and you still got your car that ain't paid off, and your house is you might be a month behind on that shit, and we get all these. No, babies. that's real. Yeah, like it's, it's real shit that people have to legit worry about and they can't properly grieve you. So then people end up with a level of resentment. It is because you think if, you know, you pass away and you don't have life insurance and now your family has to grieve and figure out how they're going to pay for this funeral. Man, and go to work because you can't miss work. You, you can only miss nothing. so much work. Yeah. You can only miss them, them little five days ain't shit. Especially if it's somebody you look Somebody who is somebody. Yeah. Five days. Takes a while. Man, it takes a while. Like it, it's, and so that it, it's so we gotta look at it like that. Like them little five days ain't shit. Hell, the funeral gonna be what the fourth day, if that. 
Like, so you going to bury him and then go to work two days later? No. <laughs> no. Yeah, right, like, right back to normal. Yeah, you, you right back to, to, what, to what's considered normal. You ain't had time to process nothing. You haven't had time to do anything. And, and it's just, don't look at it like a check for somebody. Kind of switching gears a little bit, but not all the way off topic. It's about life. When it mean you had a conversation the other night, a good conversation about just where we want this thing to go. And I thought it was pretty cool. It was a long ass conversation too. I was like, man, God damn, he's a talker. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, God damn, he talks. I told you if I want to text, I'm just going to call you. I'm glad you ain't text out. I ain't, ain't texting like, back to God back. Damn, this nigga is a talker. <laughs> but, but no, it, it was really, really, it was a really in depth conversation, man. It was one of those things that, honestly, all black men should be able to have those level of conversations with each other. It was just growth, maturity. It was definitely not a podcast conversation, even though we talked about things as far as what we want to do and grow. But it was just it was just two men having a conversation. Like I said, and I don't talk to niggas on the phone. Hell, I don't talk to nobody on the phone, really. <laughs> like, I'm not a phone person. I mean, if you call me out, what's up? And I'm trying to hurry up and get you off the phone. But it, it was something that I really... I really enjoyed I really appreciate it and it gave me a, a different perspective of, of you it, it really did it, it it was a lot of passion in your voice man like it was a whole lot of passion in your voice man like I was like oh shit well, yeah. he ready I'm like he ready yeah I mean I mean I meant it you know what I mean I could tell I could tell like so I, I, I definitely want to acknowledge that you know that that, that was something that you know that you did and I, and I know like for me I know I tell you I know y'all don't believe but I am an introvert <laughs> I really am. And so... Nigga be lying. I, it's not a lie, man. I'm an introvert, <laughs> man. Like, I, I will literally just sit and be quiet. I'm, I'm finding my stillness. Like, on my way here today, I was just like, I just need to decompress. And I need to just kind of just get my thoughts out. Because I'm not probably going to go to therapy this week, especially with, you know, us recording so late tonight and then having it back and forth and all that. Like, it's just a lot. I don't want to do it. So this was my opportunity to kind of just get my myself together, my mind, my thoughts, um, and, and all these things. And, and it's it's one of those things that, that brings me a level of peace. And so, and a way to correlate that to what we're talking about, like you got to find your peace. Like I mean, the one thing that we do have that is inevitable in this life is death. Like that's the only thing that we all have in common, for better or for worse. At some point, we all gonna go. I know for me, I want to be as peaceful as possible. Like, I'm not one of them niggas who feel like I got to go out in the in the blaze of glory like Scarface. Nah, I, I'm not that dude. Like, that ain't me, man. I'm not, I'm not that nigga. Don't jump out that window. I'm, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. Like, and, and, and I mean, you know, like I said, we, we all come from inner city areas and whatnot. And there's a lot of niggas who feel like that's, that's the way to go. I went out like a G. Nah, man, that shit ain't cool. Nah, nah, that's it. You can have that, man. Like, I don't know, man. I, I'd much rather be laying in my bed and, and my, my great grinky's talking about, damn, Pop Pop, don't go yet. Like, I, I can, I'm all right with that one. But I can't be, you know, out here in a gunfight. Like, like, I can't be in a gunfight, man. I mean, if I have to, I have to. Like, I ain't gonna, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, like, I'm, I'm never going to, like, um, I'm not gonna invite that truck. Yeah, I ain't gonna invite it, but at the same time, man, if I do, I, I'm going on my feet now, my knees in the dirt. I, I just can't, but, like, we, we have to get our minds around. Yeah, Nipsey. 
Um, nah, that was Jay Z. He's supposed to be a Jay Z fan. He's supposed to know that. But anyways, um, yeah, I, I just, I, I, I want, I urge, I encourage everyone, man, to find whatever your piece is. Like, I mean, because we don't know. Like, I'm not a religious person, but we, we don't know the day or the time. We don't know when when a number's gonna be called. And if if nothing else, man, make some level of peace with yourself. I ain't gonna say to be okay with it, but to be like, okay, I done what I came to do. Like, if you live your life and you fulfill the things you want to fulfill, then when it is your time, you can be like, okay, shit, I done everything I want to do. I think about my mortality a lot. I don't know why, but it's been something I, I think about a lot here lately, where it's like, fuck this shit. Now, see, I, 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 I do it. I'm going to tell you why I do it. Because, once again, because we don't know, and I just, I hate regrets, man. Even, you know, everything I, I've done in my life, good or bad, I don't regret any of it because it some way, shape, or form made me a better person. Like, cause I, I just don't want to be one of those people who just sit around and and, and wait on life to to end. You know? Yeah, I you hope I'm making sense. Yeah, you want to live. I just want to live, man. Of life. Yeah, and, and so in, in in living, you have to understand that one day this shit gonna come to an end. Like, I, I by no means hope it's no time soon, but at some point it's gonna be one of those. This is it. <laughs> you sure you want a Tupac fan, man? You talk about death a lot, man. I mean, I talk about life, but in the in the context of life, death is something that is a part of it. I don't um, know, man. You sound like a Tupac fan to me, man. Your mentality and searching for peace. You know what's searching for peace? You know what look peaceful when they die? Oh. Uh, motherfuckers like Pac, motherfuckers like Nipsey, motherfuckers that found themselves, motherfuckers like you, and then they die, and now this shit is all cryptic, and that's why I don't talk about this shit. Is it cryptic though? <laughs> it's cryptic, cause like, okay, even the picture of Nipsey, right? Mm-hmm. In the all blue. Yeah. On the beach. Mm-hmm. In front of the blue Cadillac. Yeah. Then the nigga look peaceful. It was, it Pac was and peaceful. I ain't mad at your video. Ooh. I'm telling Ooh. you, man, this shit is creepy, man. Hey, this shit makes my flesh grow. I wanted to give me an all white suit too. <laughs> I wanted to give me an all white suit. I still might do it. I'm telling you, man. man. You a Pac fan, man? I don't hate Pac. You're I'm always saying Pac that I don't hate Tupac. I just don't I love don't, him. I don't like the contradictions. If it's gonna be this, let it be that. But he's dead now, so it don't matter. But, um, but yeah, I, I am at peace. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm totally at peace, man. How much time we got left, Chris? Okay, we got about five minutes left. Anything y'all want to get off? Before I close this out. I'm good, yo. You good? Yeah, close this shit up. Okay. Hey, the marathon continues, man. We've been getting up out of here. I did want to do one more thing. Um, we have a few our insurance agents that I want to actually give a shout out to. Terrence Holt, he's with Family First Life. And I have also Brian Hutchinson, he's with Transamerica. I also have Robin Medlock, she's with Transamerica as well. I'm gonna put these people's information in the um in the notes for the podcast. Like I said, if you ain't got life insurance, reach out to these people. They can definitely help you out or point you in the right direction. Um, one more thing before we close out. We had a new producer this week. Miss she did it again. Um, these shits are slapping, like I'm fucking with it. So um, definitely shout out to her shout out to everyone the new listeners our old listeners and also special 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 shit we are on iTunes now so definitely support that iTunes Spotify Breaker Overcast Castbox 
Spotify, Google Podcasts. Hey, we moving up in the world, man. So thank you for the continued support. And like that, the marathon continues. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to the Cashmere Thoughts Podcast. Don't forget to follow the Facebook group at Cashmere Thoughts Podcast.